Well, after two very traumatic weeks, I think two weeks ago I forgot to push the record button and I recorded a whole one of these and didn't record it. And then last week I recorded it and my computer promptly crashed and I lost the whole thing. Um, I'm hoping nothing's going to go wrong this morning if it's bright and sunny outside. Welcome to episode 14 of Mr. Pod. No, Mr. Burt's is podding. Yes, as you may be able to hear in the background, the, uh, the sound of summer, the hedge cutters is going. You never see anybody hand clip hedges nowadays, which I suppose is not surprising because it's a lot of time and effort. But um, these are little dying arts, I feel, going on around us. Um, it's the next door neighbour. Well, no, it's not the next door neighbour. It's a neighbour. Um, has just driven his car into the middle of the road and turned it it round so it's going in the opposite direction and mid turn sort of angled across the whole road blocking everything uh, sat there doing his hair in the mirror of the little uh, sun shield and then uh, when that was done carried on his 400 point turn and drove off strange behavior um so i don't know where i am really <laughs> i don't know where i'm really full stop sums up my whole life. Um, and I, oh, you see, I am doing it at the same time as last week because there's my other neighbour coming back from leaving her children at school with that sort of light step, <laughs> sort of child-free, <laughs> I can do what I want with my day. <laughs> Feel. I don't think that's true, actually. Um, so, two big newses, and I didn't get one of the big newses in last time because I got, I don't know why, I was waffling on all sorts of other stuff is I have started the uh, Couch to 5K, I nearly said Couch to 4K, <laughs> Couch to 5K, and I've done two weeks. I'm very pleased. So this is with Mr and Mrs Wilson, who lives at the end of the road, who was um, DSM on uh, beginning David Aldrich's play, National Theatre Production. That was the first thing I went back into, uh, theatre-wise, after a long period of not being in the theatre, uh, and turned out she was a neighbour. So that was a very interesting conversation we had over um, the headsets one day, saying, what part of London do you live in? Oh, North London. What part of North London? Oh, Muswell Hill. What part of Muswell Hill? Da -da 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 -da. Any of you who listen to the other podcast with Darren will be fully aware that I live in Muswell Hill, because Darren seems to be absolutely obsessed with getting uh, in as many mentions as possible per episode of the fact that I live in Muswell Hill. Um, he doesn't. He lives in Forest Hill, which is not the same, doesn't have the same class. Um, so, yeah, so Mr and Mrs Wilson, Mr and Mrs Wilson is one person. Um, I'm not going into the reasons for calling her Mr and Mrs Wilson, but she knows and she'll be listening. So we've been running together. So she, I caught her coming back once and I said, oh, well, do you mind if I join you? So that was only her week day one, so I managed to catch up with her by doing an extra one yesterday, which nearly finished me off. But I'm doing the NHS version of it with um, Sarah Millican uh, egging me on and uh, calling me flower. When I was having quite a dark time visiting my dad in hospital, I used to walk back home from the hospital in Harrogate listening to Sarah Millican read her How to Be Champion, which is like partly autobiography and partly... Um, not really self-help, but just sort of very sound advice on how to live life. 
Um, and it was one of those things that just got me through quite a, a dark period because she's so funny and um, she's very rude. Very, uh, and uh, she's just massively down to earth um, and practical, uh, as uh, only northerners can be. Every offence to southerners there. Anyway, um, so, yes, yeah, so that's gone quite well. So I haven't done my run today, though I'm sure Mrs and Mrs Wilson will be uh, uh, texting me soon to say, uh, are you ready? Uh, so week three, I'm a bit worried about week three. Week two was 90 seconds running and two minutes walking. I'm not quite sure what week three is going to be. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not not enjoying it, but I'm not enjoying it. But I have heard it does get to a point where you do start enjoying it. But I really do need to do some exercise, it's ridiculous. And I, I have to say, I don't know whether it's just my uh, general feeling betterness um, or not, but I'm actually feeling a lot more positive and I'm sleeping better. Uh, I'm actually getting things done. It's taken me three months. But I was thinking, I, I keep saying, oh, you know, I was all right at the beginning of lockdown, I was very lucky, you know, I had all this, that and the other around me that was all very, you know, nice, but then I was, um, I wasn't all right, really. I was grieving my mum and um, I just happened, it happened to be uh, a space where I could do that, you know, that I didn't have any work and I had a nice home and everything else, didn't have to go out. But now I'm getting a bit... Um, I'm starting to get a bit cross about the whole situation. I mean, I've had no pay. I mean, I should have been cross earlier on about this. I should be very angry about all this. You know, I've been kicked out of my work with no no prospects of anything else. Uh, and I've had no financial support for three, four months. Absolutely nothing. Well, I'm a tiny bit of furlough from a sort of on-off job I did, but not my main job. Because I fell between short-term contract PAYE and um, a self-assessment a uh, self-employed job I was on when lockdown went and because you have to be 50% of your earnings for self-employed I do uh, do my private tuition on self-employment but I, I, I should look into it really because I'm not 100% sure but I'm pretty sure uh, for 2018-19 which was the year that counts I wasn't 50% of my earnings on self-employment so I fell through a gap and um, ended up with no money um, but it hit me on Sunday morning, I was listening to the radio and there was a man talking um, who, it's not just people like me, there's also uh, problems if you've got your own business, I can't remember the details, but there's a lot of people with small businesses have fallen through the gap, a lot of people. And he was 62 and he was running, had been running a company taking sort of drama type things into schools um, and he'd been in the army. And he was, he he's had absolutely no help, financial help at all. He's digging into his savings, uh, which he was hoping for his retirement, and um, he was crying. Uh, he was just crying, saying, "I've I've um, paid on my taxes. I've served my country. You know, he's been in the army, and he just said he's been discarded, really, and he feels shame, and obviously his." identity was very much his work and there's nothing wrong with that because I think he got the impression he really loved his work and he was lost um, and I think that is a male problem or perhaps more than women 
uh, a lot of men are completely defined by their work, rightly or wrongly, and you take that away. Um, and he was saying, you know, he does feel uh, an understanding for people that have been through traumatic experiences, um, but, uh, you know, because of what's happened to him. Um, so he'd been helped by uh, um, retired army people who'd managed to get him a job in a COVID testing centre. So he's been doing that part time. But um, it was it was heartbreaking. It was really really heartbreaking. And um, the only good thing that came out of it actually was they then went on to talk to Theresa Villiers, who is my MP, and I have written to, and I was about to write to again, and I haven't heard anything for her. From her, but she's one of 213 or something MPs who are actually um, aware of the. I think it's one point something million people who have fallen through the gap and have had no uh, financial support. And um, she, and these are there is a group of these MPs who are trying to do something about it and help people. So that was, uh, I'm not her biggest fan, but that was actually uh, really heartening. To hear, but also the man who was talking, his MP, local MP, is Rishi Sunak, and uh, who, of all people, uh, is well aware of the situation of these people that fall into the gap. And you know, the man had written to him, and I don't think he'd heard anything, so he was just very angry uh, on a lot of levels, and rightly so, because it is unbelievably um, unfair. You know, when you're 62 and you paid the tax, your taxes the whole of your life and you've been in the army and then you're just um, thrown aside. But I mean, it is, it's just, it is a bit weird at the moment because, um, you know, we walked past a pub the other day um, and there's people like shuffling around, barging into it, you know, literally standing, literally standing shoulder to shoulder, touching each other. Um, and I did, the, the other big news is I had a haircut yesterday, it was overly exciting. And, you know, and they're deep cleaning the place, they're only letting, you know, a handful of people in so that no one has to be too close to each other, they've all got proper visors on, you know, all this and the other, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's like one rule for one set of people and another rule for another set of people. And, I'm, you know, and I do feel immensely sorry for the pups, because I know they are businesses, um, and they are responsible for an enormous amount of, uh, of employment for people, but it's just bizarre. Whereas another pub actually walked past near us, that people, you know, they're serving tables, they've got a one-way route through it, people are sitting, uh, a lot of them are sitting outside, everybody's really spaced out, and it looked really sensible. Um, so, you know, I think there are ways of doing it. But, um, just dreading another spike. But anyway, the big news is that I didn't um, have a major haircut. My hair's sort of gone past madness into um, Maine, and uh, it actually didn't look too bad, so she neatened it up for me, and I've left it quite long. So I'm quite pleased with that, because I usually have it cut really, really short, <clears throat> and look like a wrestler, as my mother always used to say. I never used to uh, work that one out, apparently, because I had my hair very, very short, I looked like a wrestler. Um, it's not very busy in the road today, the lady just walked past in black looking at her phone, uh, but that's been about it, really. Um, there's not many cars, there's usually quite a lot of cars parked outside, but a lot of them seem to have disappeared, so whether people are driving into work or not, I suppose that's a possibility. Um, 
Yeah, so Wednesday's going to be exciting because I'm going to go and see Darren. And I haven't seen Darren in person since probably December, which is weird because we used to meet up once a week. Um, and I need to see... I'm, I'm wanting to get back to work, I think, not so much because I want to work because <laughs> I'm quite happy not working. But I want to get back into... Um, here's a very uh, sophisticated uh, person coming along the road in uh, three-quarter lengths linen trousers and uh, linen short dark glasses and uh, middle-aged man's trainers. Can't imagine who that is. Yes, that was a figure that cut a bit of swagger down the road. Um, yeah, so I sort of want to go back to work really because I want to socialise again with people. I mean, that's what I really, really am missing, just being with people. I think I've sort of had quite a long period of being quite happy on my own. Um, and I've had enough of it now. A well, very jaunty straw hat going by, uh, with a floral dress and a short cardigan. Maybe that was the straw hat that went by the other week, because you don't see straw hats very often. Um, and there's a dramatic turn in car that's going to crash if they don't. I don't understand why people just turn their car right in the middle of busy roads, blocking it from all angles. I think they just... Anyway. Um, there was a mad family over the road, honestly, the children just screaming. I mean, there is children having fun screaming and shouting. And there is just... Oh, I don't know, it just gets under my... It really rattles my nerves. It's just not a relaxing sound. And they are just playing. But I just don't know whether they're overtired or something, but it just drives me up the wall. That better not start it today, because with what with that and the uh, hedge cutters, I'm not going to be happy. Anyway, I don't know where I was. Yeah, I want to get back to work. Um, or at least I would like to know, you know, if I had a job, even if it's next April, you know... I think, um, realistically, the theatres are in a <clears throat> very strange situation. <clears throat> but it would be nice to know something definite. Um, and also, when, when lock, you know, as lockdown's coming out now, I mean, I'm not gagging to go anywhere uh, other than to see people, but, you know, I haven't got any money to spend. Like, you know, I can't go waltzing off to pubs and eating out and going to the cinema and this, that and the other. Not that I normally spend an awful lot of money, but... Um, I spent a flipping fortune on the computer, which is, is nice and shiny and works absolutely fine. I'm actually quite pleased with it now. But uh, that was a very traumatic week last week. I mean, I just it was about two or three days of just sorting everything out. But anyway, I got there, and and I've got two episodes of Nothing to See Here, which I'm going to keep looking. <laughs> Someone called Darren charismatic, and I really don't want that sort of language being used. Um, it's just if he finds out, I'm never going to hear the end of it. And I would like to make it quite clear to anybody that is worried about how nasty Darren is to me. Uh, it is all a game. Um, Darren and I um, have a very uh, strong friendship. And we know what we're doing. Um, and occasionally it does tip over the edge and gives there is a bit of an edge to it. But we, we know that and we understand that and we process it and work through it. So um, that's why, uh, oh, lots of rumours going past today. 
so please don't worry about it because Darren is not like he's not like that to, to me in real life <laughs> just on the podcast most of the time and he's not charismatic um so um oh dear I'm waffling around all over the place now so yeah, so we've got haircut, uh, cars turning, children screaming, uh, Darren. Yeah, no, so I was pleased I've got, um, I've calmed down a bit. I had a huge great to-do list, uh, and I've to done it all. Although there were some things I couldn't do, but at least I had to go at them. Uh, and I've also been clearing up a little bit of the house, doing a bit of tidying up, very pleased with myself. Um, I did bake uh, butterscotch cookies, uh, brownies rather, last week from a New York Times recipe. Um, but they're very, uh, they were basically solid sugar and butter, so I'm not quite sure how I feel about those. Um, yeah, Wednesday's baking day, um, and I'm going to go to Darren's this Wednesday, I hope. Oh, big car, big car. Just parked, man got out testing all the doors. Another big car coming out of the other side of the car. Ridiculous, what is this man doing? Other car drawing, there's another drug deal, obviously it's not a drug deal. Uh, other car going past, and he's driven off again. So he got out, tried all his car doors, and now he's driven off. Oh, now he's parking. No, now he's reversing. Is he doing No, and they're off. No, and they've stopped. <laughs> Just, what are they doing? Oh, no, she's going out. There's a him and a her. And she's trying all the doors. And she's playing in the boot. This is absolutely gripping. I haven't seen anything. So, oh, she's just pushed a bag in the boot, which maybe was, oh, uh, maybe the bag was uh, stopping the door from shutting. And she's back in the car, seatbelt on, and they're off. Well, it doesn't get much more exciting than that, I can tell you. That, there's been more drama in that minute than uh, I think the past two or three weeks of me sitting here doing a podcast. So, um, yes, uh, so the harsh critics uh, still harsh criticising, and um, but then I, she's given me something of hers that I'm being very harsh about. Um, so that's that. The hippie family. Oh, the hippie family, yes. They uh, did give me some eggs because of the chicken. Oh, I haven't got time to tell you about the chickens. Keep forgetting to do the chicken story. Uh, they did give me some eggs for the chickens, but, um, you know, they were just dumped on the front door. Uh, and I opened the front door, got, you know, there's just a box of eggs lying there, nobody in sight. And I'm screaming, thank you, down the road like some demented idiot. Um, the fact that it was pouring down with rain is absolutely irrelevant. But, you know, why, why come and drop eggs off on some of the doorstep when it's pouring down with rain? You know, she's probably with a child again, who's now got pneumonia. Um, very irresponsible parents, that's all I can say. And they were very, very big eggs, and I've been struggling to get them into my egg cup, egg cups. Because for lunch, if anyone cares, every day I have two boiled eggs and uh, two soldiers. Uh, not that I'm reverting back to my childhood in any way whatsoever. And uh, usually an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it has to be said, anyone who hasn't watched it, it's possibly the greatest television programme ever. I mean, that, that is a bit of an, an exaggeration, but it is an absolutely amazing series. Um, and we're on the fourth and final series. And this is just superb. 
Right, on that note, I don't want to start doing TV reviews. Uh, I'm going to edit this and probably go for a run if Mr. and Mrs. Wilson ever deigns to appear, because it's now uh, 11 o'clock, which is our running time. So, um, yes, all's well. Um, and um, please give me some feedback on um, uh, the other podcast, which I can't remember what it's called. And uh, because we're quite serious, we're very, actually, me and Dan are very serious about it. It's, we've put a tremendous time of work into it that I do, I do not put into this podcast. <laughs> I just sit and do it for 20 minutes <laughs> and then stick it on the web. Whereas there's been hours and hours of editing uh, on that. And um, so we really would like feedback on it. And please pass it on to your friends, anyone you think would like it. I'm well aware it's a bit marmitey and you're either really going to really like it or not or hate it. But if you can think of anybody who you would like, then please pass it on. Uh, I need to go to the toilet. I hope everyone is um, still trotting along. Uh, Please look after yourselves and I will speak to you next week. Thank you for listening.